Welcome to Lexia Talks, an education podcast that empowers educators with actionable thought leadership content. Each week, we deliver the latest education news, insights, teaching tips, policy analysis, and more. Today's topic is two classroom strategies for teaching multisyllabic words. When students begin to learn how to read, they start with simple, known words, cat, mom, and ball. As they move through the grades, they are tasked with learning harder words such as habitat, subaquatic, and unrecognizable. Words that can seem overwhelming without the right reading strategies to break them down. So the question is, how can we help our students read and spell multisyllabic words effectively? There are two related but different strategies to approach the identification of words with more than one syllable. These two strategies are syllable division and structural analysis. While application of the phonic word attack strategies related to syllable division is important for identifying one and two syllable words, these strategies may not work as well for multisyllabic words, meaning words with more than two syllables, because so many of the syllables are unaccented and do not lend themselves to analysis by syllable type. It is with these longer words that the application of structural analysis strategies can be helpful. These strategies involve the understanding that words are made up of prefixes, stems, and suffixes, which are the minimal meaningful units of language, or morphemes in both their spoken and written form. First, let's talk about syllable division. Because English has both a complex sound and spelling pattern structure, it is essential that students understand the syllabic structure of written words, which at times may differ from the rules that govern the spoken language. It is this written structure that signals how the vowel will be pronounced, and it is fundamental in reading one and two syllable words. To accomplish this, many phonics programs teach six syllable types and their corresponding pronunciation rules by focusing on the letter patterns within the syllable. For example, a vowel followed by one or more consonants has the short sound and is called a closed syllable. These are words like hem and dish. On the other hand, a syllable that ends in a single vowel usually has the long sound and is called an open syllable. For example, he and no. Let's walk through the rules of syllable division. Once students have mastered one or more of the syllable types, they may or may not be ready to move on to strategies for syllable division. Younger students may remain working on one-syllable words, while older students might want to move into two- or three-syllable words once the closed syllables are mastered. For example, they could easily read words like funnel or even fantastic once they learn how to pronounce closed syllables and know the appropriate rule for syllable division. In other words, if single, short vowels are separated by two consonants, divide between the consonants. Funnel. Fantastic. Being able to visually recognize the letter patterns that determine where to divide these words will have a positive impact on their reading. Students are first taught to find the vowel letters in a word that make a sound. Every syllable has only one vowel sound. This avoids confusion with the syllable that contains a silent E, as in the word compete. Learners then look at what letters come between the vowels to decide what vowel sound to use, the long sound or the short sound. The first syllable division pattern, VCCV, vowel consonant consonant vowel indicates that when there are two consonant letters between the sounded vowels you divide between them creating a closed initial syllable with a short vowel for example dentist dentist the next two syllable division patterns involve words with only one consonant between the vowels vcv vowel consonant vowel these types of words can be divided either before the consonant creating an open syllable with a long vowel as in the word labor labor or after the consonant, indicating an open syllable with a short vowel, as in the word travel, travel. This is often referred to as the flex rule, in that students must be able to flex back and forth between the long sound in an open syllable, the more common of the two, and the short sound in a closed syllable, until they come up with a familiar word. Now, let's talk about structural analysis. 
The division of words into syllables is not the same as into prefix, stem, and suffix. For example, using rules for syllable division, the word predictable would be divided into four syllables, predictable. This might help students come up with the word, but it can sometimes be confusing because the vowel sound is only clearly pronounced in the accented syllable, predictable. On the other hand, if using structural analysis strategies, predictable would be divided into three meaningful parts, prefix, stem, and suffix, predictable. One of the advantages of teaching word identification strategies through structural analysis is that there is a finite number of prefixes, stems, and suffixes, which recur in many words. For example, export, deport, transport, and explore, explain, extract. Once students have learned the parts, they often report that these jump out at them in words. These word parts also have meaning. Trans means across, and port means to carry, which can be helpful for storing and retrieving the letter patterns to aid word identification. A secondary advantage for language development is that this also increases vocabulary knowledge. Based on their origin, English words can be divided into words stemming from Anglo-Saxon, Latin, or Greek. Anglo-Saxon-based words tend to be higher frequency and deal with everyday life. These are words like coat, food, and rain. While Latin-based words are often associated with government or law, words like constitution, administration, and structure. And Greek words typically pertain to subjects like math, science, and the theater with words like geometry and synthesis. Learning to read words with Latin and Greek origins through structural analysis can be extremely helpful for overall understanding. The dictionary generally divides multisyllabic words into prefix, stem, and suffix when possible. However, depending on where students are in the developmental sequence of word attack strategy acquisition, it can be more effective to divide some words containing a prefix, stem, and suffix into syllables. For example, if students have not learned common spelling rules like the drop E rule, Identifying the word revising when it is divided into prefix, stem, and suffix, revising, will be difficult. They will not know that the I in vis needs to be pronounced as a long vowel because the silent E on the end of the stem, vis, was dropped when the suffix ing was added. However, if they divide this word into syllables, they will have no difficulty pronouncing it. Revising. Once students have mastered the spelling rules and become aware of the prefixes, stems, and suffixes that make up words, the more effective strategy for dividing multisyllabic words is usually structural analysis. In addition, these meaningful word parts often link directly to the meaning of the word. For example, viz means to see, and re means again. So, what did we learn today? Without the right reading strategies to break down intimidating new words, students can quickly become overwhelmed. In order to help our students read and spell multisyllabic words effectively, syllable division and structural analysis are both effective strategies for word identification. That said, the more effective strategy for you as a teacher depends on the knowledge base that the individual student brings to the task. Thanks for joining us this week on Lexia Talks. Make sure to visit our website, lexialearning.com podcasts, where you can access all of our podcast content. And subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you liked what you heard, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help us out too. Until next time.